0: Good morning. I loved get ready. That was perfect. <laughs> oh, my. Here we are. Dear, dear friends, oh, it's so good to be with you. Some friends I haven't yet met. <laughs> well, we've been through something, haven't we? Do you remember back when they counseled uh, South by Southwest? And I thought something big must be happening. First time in 23 years that that has been canceled. And it's like we're in the coming out of the bubonic plague, hopeful for a renaissance, so get ready. Good times to come. Breakdown precedes breakthrough. You don't get resurrection without crucifixion. And so perhaps your last year and a half plus has prepared you for this day. I decided that I would share with you my principles of health because I've had so many calls, uh, not that many, but a few, uh, (laughs) from people who have gained weight because they binge on, food or other things, uh, blackouts from alcoholic consumption, one or two, poor man, didn't know what he had done that night and he was worried about it. So this has affected us deeply. And I, I first want to say thank you though to Reverend Jill, Reverend Kit, to Chip Slade and the board and to Leah, and all those people who work behind the scenes. You've kept this going. I can't even imagine what it has taken. Uh, Thank you. you. And we've learned. We've learned that we can communicate and we've learned how to do Zoom meetings, and a lot of people don't even dress from the bottom down, from the waist (laughs) down, because (laughs) yeah, yeah, so. The World Wide Web is a phenomenon that I watched come in, and we are hooked up, aren't we now, on the planet Earth, so perhaps we are ready to reset the button of history, and who knows what will come out of this. I'm optimistic. prefer that, uh, I also prefer to be curious rather than certain, so uh, let's see what happens. So the stress and the management of stress and changes in work and um, brought me to want to share with you my m and of health, <laughs> I, which I shamelessly took six of the principles from Norman Cousins. You're too young to remember him. But he wrote uh, The Anatomy of an Illness and he laughed his way to health. He was near death uh, of a cancer like illness, collagen's disease. And uh, he, he had been studying positive mental attitude and laughter and he and his doctor, who one of them was the dean of the School of Medicine, decided to check him out of his hotel room, I mean his hospital bed, into a clean hotel room. Uh, Hospitals not being conducive to laughter, or, (laughs) or even, possibly not conducive to health in some ways because they wake you up to give you a sleeping pill. And so so he moved uh, into this clean hotel room with a nurse and lots of equipment to monitor him. And here's the key out of that. He, when he had a deep belly laugh from either the joke book or the Marx Brothers movies, he watched his blood sedimentation rate rose toward positive and stayed there. So, laughter is medicine, for sure. And as I say, I shamelessly stole those principles from him. He was making a speech in Houston, a little backstory here. Uh, most of you know that I was married twice, uh, both dead now, have two dead husbands. Uh, <laughs> hadn't thought of it that way before. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I I was a widow with four little children and went back to school. I had a degree in business and uh, decided I would study psychology and learn how to be a counselor. And so I went in to sign up for counselor training and the masters. And the man who was head of the program was Dr. Paul Barlow and he was a bachelor and as near as I could tell a virgin. And so... um, (laughs) So I got the husband and the degree about the same time. <laughs> now, six years into our marriage, we had a latent life child. I was 41, he was 43. And we uh, were so thrilled. It was like she was born into a family of four aunts and uncles and two grandparents. <laughs> and he's so ex excitedly honored her birth and uh, loved being there at the beginning which he had wished to do with the other four but he was uh, marking that by setting his watch to chime every night at 943 his chime went off to celebrate the time of Cynthia's birth and they gave him, the children gave him a watch for his birthday, which played, now there's no place like Nebraska. Okay, so he goes to Houston to hear Norman Cousins speak on principles of health and laughter and medicine. And Norman Cousins was the last speaker of the day, and you you already got it. The watch went off in the middle of the speech at 9.43, playing loudly, there's no place like Nebraska. (laughs) I heard it on the tape when Paul brought it back. And Norman Cousins said, some doctor is being paged. That was the days when we had uh, pagers. So here they are, the principles of health. Your mouth is the first one. What you eat, drink, take, prescription or otherwise, smoke or say has something to do with your health. I included what you say, because your words indicate your mood and they indicate your feelings, and that's indicative of how you think and what you believe. And (laughs) so that's kind of self-explanatory. I don't need to go further with that. Watch what you eat. Watch what you put in your mouth. Watch what comes out of your mouth. Uh, Then the principle of movement That's fairly self-explanatory. If you don't move it, you lose it. And so you do want to keep some kind of exercise going, which is really hard for me. Uh, Actually, the COVID-19 quarantine has reminded me of my childhood on the farm where we didn't have anything to do. No electricity, no plumbing no uh, I mean it was a bleak existence we didn't go out to eat (laughs) ever (laughs) and so it's very much the same so the mouth and the movement have to do with your body take care of it then there's the mind and that's where you need meditation and you need mentors I think meditation many forms. You can combine it with the movement of the body with Jan McGowan's uh, yoga. And yeah, you meditate and you move all at the same time. So meditation quiets the mind, brings you back to center. You may lose your equilibrium, but meditation will help you find your way. You won't lose your way. So that's the mind, meditation and mentors, mentors. I used to say everybody needed counseling, but instead I think you need to learn and continue lifelong learning. And so a good mentor will help. Athena, the goddess of crafts and wisdom, was the mentor for Odysseus when he was on his voyages. And there was also a Greek mythological character named Mentor. So think in your mind right now, who has mentored you in your life? Who has helped you learn? And who have you mentored? And who could you now mentor and help learn? A good teacher is so valuable. Paul Barlow, I considered my best teacher. I still talk to him a lot. And uh, Don Clifton, the late CEO of Gallup, was a great mentor, taught me strength psychology. And then Jean Houston, my favorite teacher of all time. She teaches with participatory theater. You get up and do things with her. So we danced our way to everything in her. And we took the Greek myths and other good stories like Isis and Osiris and began to learn through that kind of mentoring. So that's important for you and for your mind. Then your spirit, mission, Mirth and music. Music is my addition. Mission, who are you? What could you be if you found your mission? If you have not discovered what your purpose in life is, see me, (laughs) I'll help you. (laughs) Uh, actually, the north node of the moon on your astrological chart will give you a pretty good revelation of what your purpose is. And it's it's quite profound. So uh, I think of my uncle Lewis who was dying. Uh, he had been diagnosed with cancer. And I don't know why, but his doctor gave him six months to live. Why would he think he knew that? And uh, so we were grieving the loss of our beloved uncle. And his wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. He rallied and stayed alive and took care of her faithfully for six more years. Now the most interesting thing is she died around Thanksgiving in November and he died the following March. It was like his mission was complete. And the Air Force did a study back when I was... Uh, learning these things, they studied all the branches of the service and found that uh, people who retired early, like in their 40s, if they didn't have a reason for living, something to work at or something to go to, to learn, some kind of mission, they died or at least got sick. So mission keeps you alive, it's very important. Mirth I 've already covered, except I think it indicates joy, and I believe joy to be your birthright and if you remember my lifelong compass of joy in the south east uh, southwest, east, west, I can't remember <laughs> doesn't matter. you show up that's the joy of being alive in the Northwest, you would listen up so that you keep learning, and so that you offer yourself as a companion, or a friend, or a guide, a seer, or somebody in your life, and you do it through listening. Then in the other direction, you would open up to your own creativity, and then you would grow up, evolve. I saw a bumper sticker one time, that said, oh, evolve. <laughs> so I hope you will evolve. And then go to the the west, and you would laugh and lighten up, and then to the east, you would uh, continue to learn, wise up, north, link up in your loving relationships, and in the south, offer up your gifts. That's what you have to offer. That's the joy of life, and I've upped my life up yours. (laughs) So, I want to tell you about Don Campbell and healing with music. Anybody here know Don Campbell? He has died, yeah. And he wrote the Mozart books. Uh, He said Mozart was a very good mother. And he went around the country putting Mozart music in hospitals, and especially the birthing wards and other forms of music. Don taught me a lot of things. He... I took him to Corpus Christi to do the Corpus Christi Therapeutic Sound School, and we learned toning, the use of our own voice, to massage our brain. Did you know that's the only way your brain gets a massage is when you talk or sing? And so we toned, and here's a story about it. Paul and I were um, in our, what, 50s, 60s, somewhere around that, And I had a speech to make in Brownsville. I was running a temperature, I had a bad headache and a sore throat, but faithful to my commitment, I was gonna go to Brownsville and make the speech. So he said, well, I will drive you. And I said, okay. And so we start to go to Brownsville. He wasn't feeling all that well. It was the end of the semester and he was exhausted. So two tired, sick people driving, picture it, 55 miles of King Ranch. Uh, There's nothing. Absolutely nothing, so I put Don Campbell's CD in the tape player, room. we used to have tape players, remember? And, <laughs> <laughs> and Don's, uh, it was Heal Yourself With Your Own Voice. And he had us chanting the vowels. And so picture these two old people driving down King Ranch, uh, caterwauling, hey, I, woo. and it was awful. It was terrible. We began to laugh. And and uh, we kept it up, and we screamed and shouted and, and uh, did it back and forth and according to the tape. And I am at the end of my speech, which was to the reporters in the Rio Grande Valley, the, their organization, and... I realized my throat isn't sore. And I realized when the standing ovation came, I realized I'd made a pretty good speech. (laughs) And I thought, there's something going on here. So do that for yourself. Use your voice, tone, chant, any kind of thing that will help you with that. (laughs) I'm going to do, as my want is, I'm going to do something that's different. I'm going to teach you a different form of meditation today. And it's to celebrate, we hope, the upbeat end of our journey with COVID-19. So I hope you're up for this. Yeah, I see heads nodding, others skeptical. Uh, (laughs) I call, it, I call it chaotic meditation. And it has five phases, they about 20 seconds each. Phase number one is we're going to breathe. Phase number two is we're gonna shake. I'll help you, I'll teach you how. And then we're going to stomp and roar. I call it roar shock. And, <laughs> Then we are going to be silent with our eyes closed. And then we're going to do a thing I call the Mount Sinai Reunion. That's because there's a story from Judaism that says that when Moses went to the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, we were all there. All the souls that ever had lived, all the souls that ever would live, were there in a cloud of witnesses at the harvesting of the Ten Commandments. So you were there, that's why when you meet somebody in China or something, you say, I know you. Did you ever teach in Brownsville, you know? and No, it's Mount Sinai, you're my cousin. (laughs) All right, have you got it? The first phase we'll do seated. So right now, just get ready. And what I'd like you to do is uh, taking a good deep breath, and as you exhale, just hum. So, ready? Hum. Now, at your own pace, do it three more times. Hum. Open your eyes and stand. Okay, we're going to shake it off. Shake. Shake your body. Shake your wrists. Shake your ankles. Shake your feet. Shake your knees. Shake it off. All that stress, all that we went through. Shake, 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 shake. Shake your gallbladder if you have one. Shake your liver, shake, 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 shake. It's gone. Leave it. Leave, leave, leave it. Now we're getting ready to stomp and roar, stomp, roar, 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 roar. come to silence still standing close your eyes gently open your eyes and we're going to do a Mount Sinai reunion without touching or hugging we're going to use our eyes so I want you to turn and look at your friends and hug them with your eyes just find someone to make eye contact with send all that love all that caring. And now turn and look at someone else. And again, hug with your eyes. Let your pupils dilate as you feel the love given and received. And look again at someone else. Find another pair of eyes and send the message you are immortal in your mind, your spirit, your essence, and one more person seek them out to have this reunion, touching through seeing. Letting your eyes send the love. And come back to center. You are beautiful. What a beautiful, I just feel it up here. I can feel it. Thank you all so much. My pleasure to do this bless you